Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast, where we empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I am your host, Corinthian Carruthers II, and thank you for listening. I am a licensed beauty educator, licensed cosmetologist, and natural hair culturist. I am co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology and creator of Natural Hair Education, where I guide, teach, and coach beauty school students and professional stylists on their path towards mastering and increasing their value and income in natural hair care and braiding. On this platform, we will discuss real hair stories, break myths, and grow in self-love. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Natural Hair Education Podcast. On today, we are continuing with our Lock Journey series. But first, this episode is brought to you by Natural Hair Education's Texture on Texture Styling Course. This styling course is a virtual educational experience. Learn how to properly detangle the hair, learn how to do coils, flat twists, two-strand twists, and an updo all on naturally textured hair. In this program, you will receive Ada, which is Natural Hair Education's first texture hair mannequin. And listen, she is the real deal, okay? So once you get your hands on her, you'll be able to learn these different types of skills as well as improve your own skills, increase your service time, and overall, increase your income. So let's get to our next guest. Our next guest on the series of Lock Journeys is Antoinette Garth. Antoinette is a mother of four, who started her lock journey in April of 2005. There were so many things that contributed to the transition from being a teen right out of high school to transforming into adulthood and embracing her lock journey. Locks has always intrigued Antoinette. She understood the spiritual connection between herself and locks. She knew that locks would create some self-awareness, self-love and power within self. Antoinette continued on to have locks until 2015 and decided to lock again in 2016. Let's welcome Antoinette to the podcast and hear more about her lock journey. Welcome Antoinette to the podcast. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I want to have you on the podcast because I am doing the lock journey series and I I've known you in your, not your baby stages of locks, but I've seen you with your locks. I've seen how they've grown and flourished. So I want to just have you on so you can share some of your wisdom and tips with us. So the first thing I want to ask you, can you tell a little bit about yourself? Just introduce yourself to the audience. Um, my name is Antoinette. Everybody calls me Fab. Um, I am a mother of four. When I mar- when I become married, I will ha- be a mother of seven. So um, I do traditional West African dance. Been doing that since I was eight years old. I do um, locks as well. I do natural locks. Um, I, there's a lot of different things I do, but yes, those are the main things that I do. I'm a mother right now. I'm stay at home. well, not stay at home. I'm a part time stay at home mom. Um, I just got a lot on my plate right now, but yeah, that's what I that's what I do, and that's what I'm about. Basically, about the culture and and not just hair, but it is a lifestyle for me. So I mean, I live it every day. So yes. that's pretty much about yes. me. 
Antoinette just had a set of twins, y'all. So she is so busy. Her life is so busy. Um, she does teach African dance and she is a natural hairstylist. So I was, um, before we got on the call, I was just asking her about her African drum classes because I need to get in on those classes. <laughs> so my first question is, so what made you, just tell us about your lock journey. Cause I know, I think you had locks before this set. Am I correct? Yes, you are. Okay. Um, I, this is my second set of locks. The first time I started my locks, I was 17. It was in 2003. Um, it was during a time where not a lot of people had locks. The reason why I started my locks was because I was heavy into the culture. I was dancing all the time. I was traveling. Um, I was just I was just doing a lot when it comes to dance. Um, at the time, I did have a relaxer. <laughs> and dancing and sweating and relaxing was not adding up. So um, I did. I decided to make the transition then. Again, I was 17. Um, and I just didn't want to do my hair. That was really the main reason why um, I decided to start my locks. Um, after I started them, I had them for about 10 years. Um, I was married at the time. Um, going through a divorce. So I just looked in the mirror and decided to cut them off. Um, after that, I was natural for maybe about three years, maybe four years. Um, and then I restarted my locks and here we are. That's cool. So was your first set similar to your second set inside? Uh, my first my first set was, they were smaller. It was a little smaller than the ones that I have now. Um, these are m much stronger than the first set. I started to have a little breakage just because I'm I was always styling my hair, you know, doing something to them, um, and they start started to weaken. So I was like, "Look, man, this hair going anyway. Let me just go ahead and cut it off. I'm going through some things. I can't change nothing with my hair. Snip, snip." <laughs> so that's pretty much how how that that happened. But as far as the size, yes, they these this my second set is larger than my first set. So what's the, what was the reason for your second set? Like what made you say, I want to just lock up my hair again? And because, well, I decided to be natural for a little while because I hadn't combed through my natural hair. I went straight from having a relaxer to having locks. And then, so I wanted to experience my natural hair to feel my texture, get braids, sew in, whatever it is I wanted to get. And then after that, I, I mean, when I cut them off, I knew I would go back to them. Okay. Um, but after I had all my little, got that on my system, I decided to go ahead and lock my hair again. And I said, I wasn't going to cut them off till I die. Well, I ain't going to, I ain't going to cut them off. I'm going to just be buried with them. But <laughs> my reason for cutting them is just, I was in transition. And that's usually my reason for cutting my, or doing any major change to my hair is transition. Yeah. I was just in, it was after, um, you know, my divorce, I was entering into a new relationship. Um, just, it was just a lot of changes happening in my life. And I feel like it was a little bit more stable than before. So I just was like, okay, now's the time. <laughs> so that was my reason for locking my second, second time. time. Right. So um, how has this journey been for you? Like overall from your first set, from the first time you started to where you are now, how has this journey been? It is much different from my first set. My first set, I was able to experience uh, the whole shebang, you know, just being in the ugly, what everybody called the ugly <laughs> stage or whatever, going through the ugly stage. And, um, you know, just my peers, everybody, my, everybody else's hair was different from mine at the time. Um, so I was able to just go through those stages. 
So when I started my second locks, it was just much, it was much easier because I embraced who I was because I had already had the experience of, you know, being around people and people being, people seeing your hair and, you know, having their own personal opinions about what you look like. Um, for this, this time, I mean, I, I was much older, you know, I understood the journey. So what people thought about my hair didn't really matter. So I did, I did decide to lock them just because again, transition and I wanted something different and I love the lock journey. You know what I mean? It's just, it just brings me closer to myself. So that's the reason why I decided to lock the second. That's pile. good. So I'm mm-hmm. um, going back to your first set quickly. Did you get a lot of pushback? Like when, cause you started yours. Cause okay. Right now it's a trend, right? Every time mm-hmm. you look up, somebody's getting a set of locks or they're getting lock extensions. It's a trend. Mm-hmm. And back then, like you said, you was one of the only ones that you saw with locks. Mm-hmm. So did you get a lot of pushback and, and like, how did you handle that whole season? Cause you were young, 17. Yeah, I was, you know, I was more focused on what I was doing, which was dance and the culture. So really, it wasn't that difficult for me when it came to when it came to like, like, it didn't bother me, you know what I mean? Like, because I was around people who had locks, you know what I mean? It was other dancers who had sister locks, you know, they, some of them had the, the free form locks. So to me, and plus I, I was working at an African center school. So everybody was cultural, okay. you know what I mean? Um the pushback that I got was from my family. Like my granny used to see me like, girl, you walk around with all them tweaks in your head. Like granny, wait till, wait till they grow, wait till they grow. <laughs> so when they got longer, she was just like, ooh, those are so pretty. They look like some braids. I'm like, mm-hmm. But mostly it was the pushback that I got was from my family and I really didn't care. Yeah. It really didn't bother me. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good that, that you had that mindset while you were young. And plus being in the culture and being around other people that supported your lifestyle. I'm sure that helped a lot. So let's get into your products. Like what do you use? Did you start your own journey? You start your I own did. locks? Okay. So I did. Um, the first time I did, I mean, the second time I did, the first time okay. I did not. What is your maintenance routine and what's your products? Like what products do you use? Um, I actually have maybe like two or three products that I like to use. Well, two store brought. And sometimes like I can cock my own just depending on the day and the time and what my hair doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I like to use Talia Waji. I like to use um, Lock It Up by, uh, is it Jamaican? Uh, gosh, I can't remember the name of the the product. Jamaican, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm, <laughs> I can't yep. think of it. Um, but it's in the yellow bottle. Yellow, yeah. So Talia Waji, her products are good. Their products are good. And then there's another... Um, I don't know the name of the, the person, but it's called Lock It Up. And you can order it online. And it's more it's the the texture feels like almost a um jam, almost like jam. Oh, okay. And it's really good for getting them edges laid, honey. You don't got no <laughs> <laughs> you know, you won't have like no buildup or anything like that. So that's a really good product. And usually when I buy that, I buy it in, in bulk because it lasts a very, very long time. But like daily usage, um, I use the uh, Jamaican, the Jamaican lime and mm-hmm. Talia Waji. Those are the two main products that I use. Um, and I lock, I retwist my hair maybe once a month. I might okay. do like a little style in between or something like that, but um, usually it's like once a month. Okay. So I've been seeing a lot of conversations about lock counts and people counting their locks and knowing how many they have. Have you ever counted yours? Uh, no, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know I'm, 
this is a little superstitious, but I know like the first time when I had my locks, they like, don't count your locks, that's bad luck. So I never counted my locks and oh, I didn't wow. count them the second time. <laughs> wow. But no, okay. I don't, I have never counted my locks. I think I tried the first time and I think I was at like 200 and I was like, mm, no, I'm Oh, good. wow. <laughs> so you had, so yeah, they were small then. They were small. It was mm-hmm. small. Did you get them uh, done at, by a loctician? Yes, uh, it was my godmother. She's a, a licensed cosmetologist and she specializes oh, in natural, natural hair as well. She started them. Okay, that's cool. And then um, your method of retouching or re, yeah, retouching, do you um, interlock? Do you just palm roll? I use the tr- traditional twist. Traditional tw- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. see, I like those better. Mm-hmm. Um, I, especially for the size of my locks. I, I don't, I feel like the interlocking puts too much um it it compresses it like it kind of makes it smaller and I like expansion so mm-hmm. I like you know I like my fluffy roots <laughs> and like mm-hmm. I love all that stuff I don't want my locks to be confined and mm-hmm. and um plus my roots my hair is fine so mm-hmm. I like just the simple basic traditional twist yeah. not over twisting just something real light real simple and mm-hmm. keep it moving I'm not look I'm not one of the ones who be freaking out because my hair came out the next day I don't care <laughs> okay yeah. So, yeah. Any awareness that you've gained on this journey? Self-awareness. That's the main thing. Self-awareness. Um, like I said before, it's it's more of a thing of accepting yourself, who you, uh, you know, accepting yourself for who you are. And you know what I mean? Like your hair, it's, this is natural. You know what I mean? Like our ancestors used to lock their hair back in the day and all that good stuff. So why, you know, it just helps you to love yourself as you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the, the main thing that I have gained from locking my hair. That's good. Yeah, same here, same here. And I remember, um, but 2018 is when, you came through the course. Was it eighteen? I think mm-hmm. it was eighteen. And was your, it? I think mm-hmm. it was your locks were about the size of my locks are now. And I remember I was like, "Oh my goodness, she got locks! I want to do it, but I'm so scared. I'm so afraid. I don't know." Like, girl, just one day. Yeah, I remember us talking about it. I was happy when you got up and you finally locked them. Finally, it's been like years in the making, but that decision. I feel like me making that decision has done a lot for me. It's something you almost can't really talk about. Like you can't even explain. You just feel it. It's like a feeling of um, security, self-awareness, self-love, self-acceptance. I get that. Like I get that because I feel that. And even patience, you know, like going through those ugly phases, Mm -hmm. girl, I was looking a hot mess, but. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. (laughs) But I just held on, you know, I held on. I didn't put anything over my hair, you know, as far as wigs or braids or anything like that. I wanted to actually feel and go through this whole process because I hear people talk about it so much. It just raises your awareness. So I like that you said that. I really appreciate that. Before I let you go, do you have any tips or anything else that you want to share with the audience? Um, I think the one thing, and I'm going to keep it, you know, we're going to stay talking about hair. Keep your hands out your head. That's the best thing. If you want if you want to have healthy locks, keep your hands. Because I've I've come across a lot of people who are just like, oh my God, my hair ain't doing this. And why it's not doing that? It's not growing right. It's coming out right. Like, leave your, let your hair do what it do. Let it do what it do. Keep your hands out your hair and allow your hair to flourish and grow and be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just let it do what it do. It's not yeah. going to do. It's, it's almost like. You know how back in the day, the old school people used to say, you can't, like, you can't watch water boil. Like, it ain't going to boil if you're watching it. So it's, <laughs> it's just like that. It's, your hair is not going to grow if you study, got your hands in your head, trying to manipulate it and maneuver it. Leave it alone. Let it be. 
that is real that is so true that is so true i know a lot of people that uh, start their locks and do a lot of manipulation and styling with it and then you have some who just don't do nothing you know Mm -hmm. so i feel like i fall in between um i do (laughs) i do styles when i'm taking pictures or doing something um special but girl listen this is it like i feel like this is a style in the style i don't have to worry about waking up figuring out what i'm doing my hair i'll take a spray bottle with my stuff Uh in it my oils and water and just spray it shake my hair and go so love it i love it i love it well thank you so much internet i know you got a busy life girl let me let's let's (laughs) girl how to close the kids off (laughs) like don't bother me for a few minutes (laughs) i'm gonna let you get back to them okay well thank you so much for being a part of the natural hair education podcast i will drop where they can find you at in the show notes and you have a great day you too thank you so much for having me thank you i love having these conversations about lock journeys because i get to get deep down into why people started their journeys what products they're using what some of the awareness they've gained and it's really helping me along my journey And if it's really helping you, make sure you let me know. Before I let you go, if prior to listening to this Lock Journey series, you were interested in starting locks and you're now halfway or more than halfway leaned towards starting your lock journey, I would like to hear from you. So please leave a um, review in the podcast or email me personally and share your story with me. Also, don't forget to check out the podcast notes. In my podcast notes, I have links to my free resources as well as to the Texture on Texture styling course. And I want to say thank you all for listening to the Natural Hair Education Podcast. I ask that you please subscribe, share the podcast, and most importantly, review the podcast. Leave those reviews so I can get more feedback. Until next time, let's continue to educate empower and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I'll see you on next Monday.